with a capital Y. Thank you for stopping by. I'm John Hudson. What Lyric with a capital Y is a podcast that goes over fun lyrics, funny lyrics, interesting lyrics to elevate songs. It's not always about the beat. It's about what's written. Enjoy this upcoming episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to What Lyric with a capital Y. I'm John Hudson, and I'm glad to bring you today's podcast episode. Today we have the second song battle installment, second episode of season eight gonna be a good song battle the genre for the song battle today is rock and roll granted one of the songs is considered metal but it's also considered rock so if you're a hardcore metal fan i'm sorry it's metal not rock but if you're not i'm just gonna go with rock clump metal and rock for today this is gonna be a good one we will start off before we get into this one just wanted to shout out last episode the first song battle we had Eminem's Rap God versus Logic's Midnight, and Logic's Midnight took it down by one category, and the tiebreaker was album art, but it didn't need that because the outro for Logic's Midnight was better than the outro for Eminem's Rap God. Eminem's Rap God got the intro, the lyrics, and the beat went to Logic's Midnight, and that's how that song battle ended but let's get into today's song battle so today's battle is gonna be unforgettable by godsmack versus letter bomb by green day we have the rock battle today it's gonna be a good one i'm excited about it let's get into it the first song we have is unforgettable by godsmack the first lyric is It's unforgettable, Willa. Another change is coming. A separation from defiant to self-reliant, baby. I feel the weather breaking. It's turning rain into fire to make it higher, baby. With blind eyes open wide, I'm seeing it. Change is coming, a separation from defiance to 
So good first line. I like the intro. Has a good beat, and it's unforgettable. Lola. it's a hook. It gets you in as a listener, and then another change is coming. He's talking about change, separation from defiant to self-reliant, baby. So he's going from defiant to being self-reliant. So he's defying things, and you feel like, okay, I'll just rely on myself. I like the line. I feel the weather breaking. It's turning rain into fire. I think that's a good line. It's a cool line. Rain into fire, contrast of something wet, rain to fire, heat. And with blind eyes open wide, I'm seeing it. So blind eyes, but he's seeing it, the the antithesis of being blind and then being able to see even if you're blind, that type of thing. I think that's pretty cool too. It goes into, I feel a rise inside me. It's untouchable, whoa, like breathing fire in me, whoa, it's unforgettable. So he feels something coming up inside him. It's not touchable. And he says, it's like breathing fire in me, good metaphor, simile. I think simile uses like or as. So good simile there, breathing fire inside him, and it's unforgettable. So just that feeling is very unforgettable for him. And before I go on, shout out to the name Godsmack. That's a good rock name. I like that. That's a good rock name. Next, he goes into my rivers overflowing into an endless sea of changes and rearranges, baby. I want to break it open. I'm going to take it to define it and realign it, baby. With blind eyes open wide, I'm seeing it. A lifeless life never comes alive. I'm waiting. Those are two stanzas there. I like the river overflowing. That's kind of good. That's a cool lyric. Into an endless sea of changes. I can really picture that line in my head. Like the rivers are flowing into a sea. And then there's all these creatures coming out of the sea that are different. So a sea of changes. I think that's cool. Rearranges. Sandy wants to break it open. And he's going to try to define the changes and realign them. And he's waiting for a lifeless life to come alive. He's saying it never comes alive. He's waiting for it. So he's just waiting for something to happen. Then it repeats the chorus twice, so we don't have to go over that, but then it goes into, I'm getting higher, 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 I'm coming alive, I'm coming alive, I'm feeling higher, 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 I'm coming alive, I'm coming alive, so he's breaking through with this, he's feeling high, coming alive, doing all that, feeling life again, and then the outro is, I feel a rise inside of me, it's untouchable, Whoa, I'm feeling higher, it's unforgettable, so the outro is the chorus, it's unforgettable, Whoa, it's unforgettable, so that was Unforgettable by Godsmack, and that's a good one, I enjoyed it, the beat's very metal, I'll give it that, the beat's metal, has some interesting lyrics, and it just seems to be about a person who's has a lot of changes and he's trying to roll with those changes and still roll with those changes and still be himself the whole time and kind of mold his life the way he wants it. And at the start of the song, it seems like he doesn't like the way it is. And toward the end, it's like he's finding it. He's finding what he wants. So that was Unforgettable by Godsmack. That was the first competitor. And this song was released in 2018. It was from the album When Legends Rise, and again, the genre, it's debatable whether the genre is metal or if it is rock. Up to debate, up to what you think. I'm meshing rock and metal today for this song, only the next one is just your rock. So we'll get into the podcast questions before we get into the competitor. The first podcast question 
for this week is what is your favorite rock song to jam out to i like a lot of green day i would say holiday is one that i like to jam out to that i don't that i don't always remember that i like i don't know why remember is hard to say tonight but it is so that's that's my answer is holiday number two what is your favorite song you listen to this week? And I'm going to say, huh, listen to a lot of radio. So that cuts down my choices. I'll have to look. The favorite song I've listened to this week on the radio is Industry Baby by Will Nas X and Jack Harlow. That's my favorite one for this week. And then the third question is, what's something good that happened to you this week, this past week, this coming week? What is your good thing? My good thing is that starting my putting routine for disc golf again because I want to feel more confident on the green. So that's been good. And I had work and played in sports twice this week. That was good. Still learning more. And what else? I feel like I did something Monday that was fun. Can't remember off the top of my head, but I am excited. I get to go see Raquel this weekend. That's going to be good as well. I think we're going to go to a pumpkin patch and a corn maze. I'm excited for that, and I'm really excited for the corn maze. I have not done that in a while. So those are my th- my good things for this week, this past week, this coming week. Let me know yours. Instagram at JD number four UNC. Again, the podcast questions are, one, what's your favorite rock song that you like to jam out to? Two, what's your favorite song you've heard this past week? And three, what's something good that happened to you this past week, this coming week, this week? Let me know Instagram at JD number four UNC. If you get give if you give me an answer, you get a great big shout out on the next episode. So send the DMs to at JD number four UNC to answer the podcast questions. I really appreciate everyone, anyone who reaches out so we can get audience interaction involved in this podcast. I enjoy that part of it a lot. So let's get the podcast questions going. Now let's get to the competitor for this episode. We have Letter Bomb by Green Day. Let's just dive into it. It starts with, nobody likes you, everyone left you, they're all out without you, having fun.
so really jabby intro like really like boom coming at you intro there it says nobody likes you everyone left you they're all out without you having fun that just hurts that's a hurtful intro if this is about you it's tough it's a tough intro but it's a very impactful intro i can't deny how impactful it is and here's what this song is about has a little bit of a background before i go into the background shout out to genius.com for providing some insight into the lyrics i take that and kind of sit here in the podcast and then say my opinion on it as well but shout out to them for always being on top of it they have a great website if you ever need to know more about a lyric you can go there and they're not sponsored but i just appreciate the use every week so yeah genius.com but about that first line genius says the intro to letterbomb sees kathleen hannah playing What's her name? As she tells Jesus of suburbia how nobody likes him. Hannah is a feminist activist, punk design writer, and lead singer of Riot Girl band Bikini Kill. Billy Joe Armstrong, Joe Armstrong, is a huge fan of her work, and then goes into that. So basically, it's how it's how Kathleen is talking to Jesus of suburbia. So this song is all about him and Kathleen. So just know that going forward with it. And it goes into the verse. Where have all the mean people gone? The underbelly stacks up 10 high. The dummy failed the crash test, collecting unemployment checks. A flunky only along for the ride. Where have all the riots gone as the city's motto gets pulverized? What's in love is now in debt on your birth certificate. So strike the annoying match to light this fuse a lot to unpack there where have all the mean people gone and then i my favorite line here the dummy failed the crash test so it's a it's a play on words on crash test dummies where they have like dummies going to cars and they crash the car so they're saying if the crash if the dummy failed the crash test then he died, then the car didn't work. Yeah, so I just thought that was funny how they incorporated a crash test dummy reference into their song. A flunky only along for the ride, so she's saying he's kind of just there not doing too much. The riots are all gone. What's in love is now in debt. So Jesus of Suburbia stated on his eponymous song, that he was destined to fall in love and fall in debt. And it kind of just shows how Jesus of Suburbia's emotional investment on what's-her-name is now lost. So the emotional investment he has is lost there. And then, so strike the match to light this fuse. Strike the match, it could, like, bring Jesus of Suburbia, could light a fire under him to fix things, or it could just light the fire and mean, like, he's gone and she's not worried about him anymore. Then it goes into the pre-chorus, the town bishop's an extortionist, and he don't even know that you exist, standing still when it's do or die. You better run for your life. So extortionist is that he's like, he uses threats to get what they want. And then that's referencing in the medieval times, people thought the church was everything, and no offense to people who do think the church is everything. I think it's important now, but at the time, 
priests and people in that power, bishops, you abused that power a lot at that time in the medieval times. So that's what it's referencing there. And he don't even know you exist. The bishop is using God as an excuse to use you for what he can get. He doesn't really care who you are, forcing him to give him love, money, and popularity, all that by using God. So Bishop wants popularity. He uses God to get to that. People love him because he speaks the word of God. And yeah, back then he was power hungry. Back then, some bishops were power hungry, and that's what they're talking about there. Standing still, it's do or die. You better run for your life. So it's a bad situation, and Jesus of Suburbia is saying run for your life. The chorus, it's not over till you're underground. It's not over before it's too late. This city's burning. It's not my burden. It's not over before it's too late. There's nothing left to analyze. So this is kind of another part of What's-Her-Name's letter to Jesus of Suburbia. And it's basically saying, your problems aren't over till you're dead. Everything's falling apart around you. It's not my problem that I'm leaving before you self-destruct me. So that's what she's saying to Jesus of Suburbia there. It's an interesting chorus. And it goes into the bridge. Where will all the martyrs go when the virus cures itself? And where will we all go when it's too late and don't look back? The don't look back is like, don't look at the past, keep going in the future, or live in the present. All, or live in the present, all of that. Then it goes into another pre-chorus. You're not the Jesus of suburbia. The Saint Jimmy is a figment of your father's rage and your mother's love. Made me the Idiot America. An Idiot America is a reference to American Idiot. Another song by Green Day. And Genius says, What's her name is telling the Jesus of Suburbia that he is no one's savior. He's driving himself mad with confusion over his identity. And he's driving her mad with the aspects of his personality that kept, that he kept hidden from her. And she's saying that him and St. Jimmy have a lot of similar destructive, destructive traits. Then it goes into the chorus, Billy Joe Armstrong. It's not over till you're underground. It's not over before it's too late. The city's burning. It's not my burden. It's not over before it's too late. And then the outro, the, the ending of the song, and really the ending of the letter and where you get the name of the song, Letter Bomb, it goes, well, she said, quote, I can't take this place. I'm leaving it behind. Well, she said, quote, I can't take this town. I'm leaving you tonight. So it's part of the letter saying she's leaving him and it hurts him a lot. And that's where you get the title of the song, Letter Bomb. And Green Day just does a great job kind of going through the arc of the story throughout the song. Yes, it can seem a little negative throughout, but Green Day just does a great job going over the storyline. I think it's it's really well done. Now I'm going to take 45 seconds to listen to the beat of this song. So that was the competitor, Letter Bomb by Green Day. It was a good one. And now we will get into the head-to-head and see who wins this song battle, the second ever song battle on what lyric with a capital Y.
We start with the intros for both songs. So the intro for Unforgettable by Godsmack is really good. It has a great beat. It's like it's a very metalish beat, but it works really well. And then the the first line ending with Whoa really gets you into the song. And then it, the beat continues on a little bit before the start of the next verse. And it's just really good. So I give that intro a six. And then the intro for Green Day's Letter Bomb, it's really good. Like, lyrically, it's definitely better than the intro for Godsmack's Unforgettable, just because it has more lyrics. Nobody likes you, everyone left you, they're all out without you having fun. And it's the what's-her-name singing that, so that's pretty cool, too. But the beat isn't quite there. So I think for general, like, rock out purposes, I believe that... Unforgettable by Godsmack will get the point for the intro. Not saying either are bad. They're both phenomenal in their own different ways. But I will give Godsmack the point for the intro. Then the beat. There's a lot. Of, there's a little bit of a switch in Green Day's beat for this song. Just a tiny bit. Like the beat in essence is all the same. But it has a little bit of switch and I like that. And then for... Unforgettable by Godsmack is the same beat throughout. It's pretty heavy. They go through a heavy part of it, I'm pretty sure. It's just a very loud beat. And so I'm not too big of a fan of that because it's super loud. And it kind of gets your ears going. So I will say the beat for Green Day is better than the beat for Godsmack's Unforgettable. So Green Day gets the point in the beat category. Good on Green Day for that. And now we'll get into the lyrics. The third one. It's one-to-one so far. We'll get into lyrics. Lyrics for Green Day's Letter Bomb. They have, they have the dummy failed the crash test, collecting unemployment checks, a flunky along for the ride. That's a really good part of it. What's in love is now in depth on your birth certificate, so strike the match to light this fuse. Good part of it as well. Town bishops and extortionists. I like that line because of its historical meaning and also just it's a good line the chorus it's not over till you're underground it's not over before it's too late the city's burning it's not my burden it's not over before it's too late that's good as well there's nothing left to analyze the bridge lackluster it just has a really good like it doesn't have any super big zingers like oh this this but the fact that it's a story arc is really interesting all songs are but that one has a really specific storyline and back and forth if you really know green day a lot you know it and you really like it probably or you're interested in it at least for god smack unforgettable there is i feel a rise inside of me it's untouchable untouchable is a good word like breathing fire in me that's good too rivers are overflowing also good but not very original into an endless sea of changes that makes it more original blinding blind eyes open wide i'm seeing it I haven't seen that in a lot of songs, so I think that's good as well. But it repeats a lot, which isn't bad. It's just a way of constructing it. And the main thing is it's unforgettable. It's unforgettable. So the lyrics, I'm going to go with Green Day on this one for the lyrics, just because they're more different lyrics, and they kind of are more impactful because of the fact that it goes through a story and sees two characters going back and forth. So that is why Green Day gets the lyrics point. And then the outro. Let's 
check on the outros here. Okay, so the out outro for Unforgettable by Godsmack is it's good. It has a the drums in it are very well done, very prevalent, very great. It really backs the lyrics or the chorus that he's going over. And then the backup singer is saying, oh, that's really good too. So I'm going to give it a five. It's really good. It's solid. It's kind of repetitive because it repeats the chorus that it's already repeated three times. So that's a little slight edge to maybe a more original outro. But let's check the outro for Green Day's Letter Bomb. So I like the outro for Letter Bomb by Green Day because the song started with her talking about him. Like, oh, you're bad. Everyone's going out and having fun without you. And then it ends with him reading the letter and saying, well, she said, I can't take this place. I'm leaving it behind. Well, she said, I can't take this town. I'm leaving you tonight. And then the drums really come in well in that outro. And you have the, he says, well... She said, I can't take this town. I'm leaving you tonight. And then tonight goes on. He holds that pretty long. And then it goes into the instrumental solos of the drum and the guitar. And it just sounds really good. So the outro, I'm going to give it the letter bomb as well in Green Day because they just end it well. They end it with a good ending to the story of like, this is what happened. She said, no, she's out. And the lyrics work. And then they end it with great musical backing to end the song. And that just might be the way I like outros to be. Probably is. But I think it's really well done. I think Unforgettable by Godsmack does a good job with it, for sure. There's nothing bad about it. But I think Green Day just elevates it through more use of the instruments at the end and more use of the story as a whole. So the winner of the second song battle, winning it 3-1. to one is Letter Bomb by Green Day. Congrats to Letter Bomb by Green Day for winning the second song battle. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the outcome of this song battle here today. Just let me know on Instagram, at JDNumber4UNC. I would love to see why you thought I was correct or if you agreed with me, or I'd love to see why you disagreed with me, and we can talk that out. That would be interesting as well. Let me know on Instagram, at JDNumber4UNC, and... I talked about it last podcast about having a tiebreaker and now I have a newer tiebreaker. Big thank you to Cooper Santille. I asked him, like I was telling him I'm going over four different categories of music each episode or in music each episode. How can I break it down more? And he told me the four categories, like people who are really involved in music, like study it, go over and it's fancier terms for what I'm doing a lot more in depth. And I like it. And I think if I study some of it, I can get there for like season eight, episode eight or something like that. But right now I'm going to take it one at a time because it's a lot. And again, I appreciate it, Cooper. It's awesome, but it's a lot for me because I don't know too much about music. I know enough to be doing this podcast. I don't know too much of the ins and outs. I have not studied it a lot. So, But the tiebreaker now is not going to be album art. It's going to be arrangement. And that's kind of how the songwriter slash artist arrange this song. Do they go... Intro, verse, 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 pre-chorus, chorus, verse, outro. Do they go intro, chorus, bridge, pre-chorus, verse, verse, pre-chorus? Something like that. But I think that's interesting. So that will be our tiebreaker in the future. We'll see if it comes up next episode or not. Again, thank you all for listening to this episode, Season 8, Episode 2, 
of Wet Lyric in the books. We did a song battle. It was Unforgettable by Godsmack versus Letterbomb by Green Day. Letterbomb by Green Day took down the win. Three to one. Let me know what you think. It was a good episode. I appreciate everyone listening. From the Raleigh NC area, I'm Jonathan Hudson. See you next week.